Captain's Log, Episode 32. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers Podcast is sponsored by Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars. Located at 35-11 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Now open seven days a week. Enjoy the eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items. At Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. This week, Captain Huck and Beer Wonder welcome back your friendly neighborhood Trapel Man for an epic seven-pour show. Trapel Man leads a freewheeling discussion of how design experience factors into how we experience beer in the cautiously joyful climate of mid-2021 as we slowly gravitate back to bars and breweries that we've missed so much. And, of course... The usual digressions take us to places as varied as Middle-Earth and Weird Al Yankovic. Remember to like, star, and subscribe us whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 32, Are You Experienced? With a beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers. With a beer, Avengers. Welcome to the beer cast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens. I am Captain Porter Brown Stout. And coming to you from an undisclosed location on the west side of Manhattan Town. This is the Pale Male Hophead Huck. And coming to you from the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder! And coming to you from an undisclosed location in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, your friendly neighborhood, Trippel Man. And we are... The, the Beer Avengers! Best one yet. <laughs> yeah. That's right, we're the Beer Avengers, everyone, and you out there listening to us are our Beer Avengering fans, and you're also Beer Avengers, so welcome welcome to the show. Uh, you may have noticed we have a repeat guest with us, your friendly neighborhood Trippel Man, and that's neighbor with a U. <laughs> yes, of because course. Out of, out of respect to his Canadian origins, mm. um, and that's why he's so polite. I mean, most of our guests have been polite, but uh, some guests, when it takes a while for them to... Uh, to have their second appearance get a little testy about the whole thing, but that's not his style. <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, say what you will about Nutpool. I will say what they Yeah, I mean, I'm not, that's, that's not, I'm not defending him. I'm just saying, say what you will. If you, if you guys still need to get that out of your system, that was a, that was it its was, own thing. It was an emotional experience, but I'm glad we all got through it together. Mm, indeed. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we, we, we have no, no such drama there this week. We have a lot of great pours. Uh, Obviously, a, a wonderful repeat Beer Avenger guest. Um, we got a lot to talk about with our weekend beer and about the weekend beer and uh, whatever else we can think of. Before we get to any of that, uh, let's get to the pours, yeah. right? We yeah. must pour. We must pour. It is part of the, the responsibility of being a Beer Avenger. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, okay. I, think, I think Captain hasn't gone first in a while, so... Oh, well, I mean, yeah, sure. That's probably a good yeah. idea. I can, um, I can do that. I, 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 Captain. Yeah. I, re I realize that we are among friends. I mean, you know, our friendly neighborhood, Trapel Man, is, is returning for a second appearance. Mm -hmm. 
But come on. Oh, where's my head? It must exactly. be the whole Cinco de Mayo's got me all uh, woozy. I guess so. Well, we, yeah. we, all right, no, no, you're absolutely right. Absolutely. Happy Cinco de Mayo, Thank you. Everyone. Thank you for getting, yeah, happy Cinco de Mayo. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, it's Cinco de Mayo for us. Won't be when you listen to this, unless you have special uh, hacking powers or something. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's, uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, Trapel Man, what, what what have you brought for us today? Well, thank you so much. I mean, you're being very polite for me. Always. Uh, it's this very strange exchange uh, that we're going through. Uh, I have something from Triple Bottom Brewing. Uh, which is in Ooh. Philadelphia. It's uh, they're on Ninth and um, Spring Garden Street. I bike by oh, there all the time. Uh, and this is a uh, it's called Ernesta Vitbeer. Oh, so I figured I would give that nice. give that a try. Yeah, sounds really. Can let's, you hold that can up because that is some gorgeous can art right nice there. Really Look is. at that. It's, it's almost this... a meditative experience. Is there a little yeah. Belgian theme on there. The windmill. Yeah. Beautiful, just a great, just just a lovely little, just a lovely little can. Let's take a look at that beauty. I picked it up because it said it was a wheat ale with delightful notes of cherry candy, tart rhubarb, dank hoppiness, and spicy Mm. clove. And the clove is what sold me. Gosh and golly! Now I want to try that one. It's like a pie. I'm very excited about this. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's see it. Okay. Here we go. Go ahead and pour that bed. Ah. The good. Oh, that was uh, I, 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 yeah. that was beautiful. All right, hold it up a little higher so we can see just that above the mic there. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh my goodness! Oh, oh, there oh you go. that is a freshie. Yeah. No question. Wow, it just jumped out of that can, didn't it? I've yeah. seen that grapefruity-looking wheat beer there. Yeah, the mm-hmm. wheat, very nice dominant head. Yeah, yep. Tiny little bubbles right in there, but looks like that head's gonna to go down quickly. But yeah, it looks really delicious. Yeah, if you would, Trapel man, hold the uh, hold the can up next to the glass as well, so we can get a good look at both of them together. Mm-hmm. Oh, the head is already descending a little bit. Yeah. Head has got to, those are really oh, big bubs on there. Yeah, it smells incredible. It's got like pretty citrus right. smell right away. Okay, oh. okay, good. All right, what else we got, uh, gentlemen? Yeah, we're on the right track. I think so. I think so, um, Captain. I, I did. I did kind of. I did kind of spoil your thunder there. So would you? Would you like to go next? Well, I think it would only be polite if you went next, Beer Wonder. Oh, well, yeah. thank you. Well, look at us. The See, politeness parade here. I'm going to go after that, though. Yeah. Trapelman, you show up, and, and like I feel like I have reinforcements in, in my attempt to keep everybody civil here on the podcast. Of course. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, it, it, it does just so happen that this week I have got a sponsoring core. That oh, one. Nice, nice. I, I yeah. jumped. I, let me do that one more time, please. Yeah. Sponsored pour. That's right, baby. Sponsored pour from Astoria Beer and Cheese Dip Mars at thirty-five eleven Dip Mars in Astoria, Queens. Yes. So uh, we've had much talk on the podcast of beers uh, from the state of Colorado, uh, mm. and I do not have not yet had one from that state because I've been so focused on all of our local breweries. Um, so I have got for us today from Crooked Stave in mm. Denver, Colorado. Their Juicy West, which is a new West Coast style okay. IPA. Hello. Oh, very good. This little guy here. Um, just clock. It's a 12 percenter can wise. It's clocking in at a uh, charming 6%. Uh, and it is a 12 ouncer, dr- you mean? Or 12 ouncer, yes. 12 yeah, ouncer. 12 ouncer oh, at 6%. Yeah. Bless 12%. It's, bless it's it. going to be a whole thing. Not as hard. It doesn't hit as hard as bless it. Let's be real. It's a little less polite. Um, yes. Yeah. But it's. um. It is double dry hopped using Simcoe, Citra, and Mosaic hops. Mm. So a classic West Coast style. It's going to have some nice aromas coming out of I that know, can. I can't wait. Ooh. Yeah. Crack a doodle doo. That was crisp. Exactly. 
It was crisp. There we go. Also, definitely a freshie. And yeah, another another heady, very heady. That is head, mm-hmm. not a, although not not by definition a heady topper. That's copyrighted. No. Oh yeah, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of your wow. I'm yeah, getting this is a very, last week. It's literally jumping straight out of the glass. Um, mm, you can see yeah. it's mostly head at this point, but got that good cloudy action. Got that good yeah color, beautiful great color. Yeah, a little cloudy on that one, but also beautiful, like grapefruit right off the nose. Um, it, it's it's interesting because it's just the smell of it makes me already think this should be more East Coast, but we'll see what the new West in West Coast IPA yeah, is. Yeah, maybe it's a little more of a hybrid. All right. Well, I, you know, I didn't get a chance to get out and get beers. I was going to go out and get them today and uh, or yesterday, and I've been laid up uh, uh, with my, my heel. I had, I had a flare up, and so... Cider Girl has gone out to get me something. I don't know what it is. Oh, I'm reaching over yeah. to my right. Oh, my goodness. This is very exciting. It is. <gasps> Ooh, look at this. Ooh. Ooh, North Coast Scrimshaw Pilsner. Ooh, hey, look at good. that. Oh, my From goodness. the state of California. North Coast, real nice. They make uh, uh, the... Uh, uh, Old Rasputin. Do they make Old Rasputin? They did. Wow. I just picked up a four-pack today. There you go. <laughs> So this is, I think I've had this Pilsner before, but not for a long time. So let me give it a shot. Uh, as you know, I just came from California. We'll talk about that a little bit. The great beers mm-hmm. out there. Let's see how oh, and a beautiful us. Pilsner glass too. Look at that. Well, of course. Oh, it's, it's lighter beers for everybody today. It's got that good golden color to it. Oh, and yeah, also this perfect. one is not quite leaping out of the bottle in the same way that our beers did, but nope. you've got a good solid head on it there. Really beautiful. Really gorgeous. Probably the clearest beer we've had so far, at Very least of the three today. Yeah. Very Pilsnery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Very polite beer. All right. Yes. All right. Well, well, uh, for mine, uh, which is also a, uh, it's um, another sponsored pour. Sponsored pour from a such a good harmony. Mars. It's very nice. Yeah, she. And uh, yeah, she's very good at that. Um, so I was thinking a lot this past week uh, because uh, there were some some things that Trapel Man has been talking about on social media. And we've all talked about these things with dealing with uh, depression and anxiety over just the ones we always have and how it's exacerbated or how it's filtered through the experience we're having now. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I was talking to Beer Wonder uh, at the Pony Bar the other day. Spoiler, that's a bigger story later. Uh, and talking about how the various rituals that we that have helped us get through this year and the rituals that have helped us get through the year um sometimes now or become almost a little bit of a crutch and might be hindering us a little bit from uh might actually be contributing to re-entry anxiety Mm. so in the spirit of that i'm going way off brand whoa Whoa. with aslan this is from aslan and you can see i'm rolling Mm -hmm. something so you might know what's coming up here this is from aslan in virginia this is called a pizza. <laughs> a pizza. Oh, okay. now, talk about great can art there. That is hilarious. That's it so is. But I, uh, I will also add. Now you notice the uh, the 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 pizza itself looks kind of like a watermelon slice there. Yeah. Yes, correct. Which is because that's aside from the shape of it and the name of it, there's nothing here that would really indicate anything about a pizza hmm. because okay. this is a sour ale brewed with Ooh. watermelon raspberry blackberry mint uh toasted coconut oh. and uh milk sugar oh 
So, so I don't know where the name man. comes of it, where the pizza comes in. I, the closest thing was that when uh, Trapelman opened his beer, you said when you heard all those fruits, you said it sounds like a pie. So maybe uh-huh. something there. Well, there's uh, right, so milk sugar, I guess. Milk, like yeah. cheese, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, well, and, and the mint in there is always intriguing because, you know, adding mint yeah. as a beer flavor is usually pretty tricky. Oh, gosh. Now, you can see all every Whoa. ounce of that berry show up yes. there, right? There's a red AF. Mm-hmm. Watermelon sure all the way. Uh, really tight head development on this one. Not a, mm-hmm. you know, but still more than what I'm used to you uh, drinking on sure. this podcast. Great color. Great color. Yeah. Gorgeous. I wonder that it's a pizza. It came from the uh, the idea that the watermelon slice looked like a pizza slice. Maybe that's it. Oh, yeah. All right, everyone, raise your glass. And cheers, Slancha, Kampai. Slancha. Cheers. And all of it. Prost. Prost. What do they mm. say? Chin chin. Sante. Portugal. Wow. Mm. A lot going on there. Cool. <sighs> all right. Well, the Scrimshaw Pills is a classic pills. Mm-hmm. Got the, it, it checks all the boxes. Uh, you know, even though it's kind of an old school beer, it's still mm-hmm. a good one to, to fall back on. It's really good flavor. We see uh, some pretty good. Lacing there on yeah, the glass. Yeah, gorgeous lacing. Also a credit to your uh, glass <laughs> washing skills listen, there. I'm happy Puck. about that, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you don't see that lacing, you're like, Ugh, what did I do wrong? I had other I had other glasses lined up. I didn't know what beer was going to come in. Mm. Come so prepared. I had, I had the pills in her glass ready. That was very nice of uh, Cider Girl to take care of me. Yeah, and she, she So my next one, if I have another, will be a surprise as well. Mm. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Well, I, I'll be honest. Um, this is a I, I, the, the the new West is a whole lot like the old West because while it is fruity on the nose, um, mm-hmm. it that that like intense pine bite that you expect from a West Coast IPA, that nice bitterness that kind of comes in the back end, is very present. They clearly added stuff pretty early in the boil to bring out all that like piney flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'm not super like shocked by it. Um, again, we talked about Midwest IPAs when I was in the great state of Wisconsin. This one definitely reads to me more like a, um, a, a, a more traditional West coast with a good fruity nose. Um, the double dry hopping is pretty clear. I can smell every ounce of it and I would drink so many of these. Mm. Um, so, uh, dear friends at Crooked Stave, if you'd like to be, you know, another sponsor on the podcast, you just let me know. Um, I'm sure we can make that work. But what I think is so interesting is that Crooked Stave's whole thing is that they started as a sour brewery. Um, yeah, I've had a few of their sours. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of known for that because the, their their head brewer, his master's thesis when he was getting his degree was uh, he got named the Britannomyces guru because he was just learning all about the process of making soured beers. So a lot of their cool releases tend to be those awesome sours. And I know you've had a couple of Hawk. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We had yeah. a few at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're Real nice. So I was a little surprised to see them doing a, a more like IPA style beer here. Um, but, you know, they've they've really cracked the code on those guys and they're clearly cracking the code on this one, too. So um, more, please. Mm. Excellent. Good Sounds to hear. Great. Yeah, this is like uh, in terms of a wheat beer, it's quite mm-hmm. hoppy tasting when they say like dank hoppiness. It definitely has that yeah. cutting into it. Um, and then Neat. it starts pretty tart, like it starts. Uh, when I was first starting to drink it, I was tasting a lot of the like fruity tartness. And then now mm-hmm. the clove is kind of coming in at the end to kind of pu- pull it together in a nice way. It's 5.6%. Uh, 
Uh, so it's probably a beer I wouldn't pick up all the time because I love the more <laughs> alcoholic beers. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely like a full, yeah, full pie for sure. Like a, I don't really quite taste rhubarb. It feels more like a lemon meringue pie uh, to really? me. Wow. And it's really covering all the bases there with the wheat, the hoppiness, and the sour mm-hmm. and yeah. the fruitiness. Yeah. And it is a, it is classified officially as a wit beer. Yes. Yeah. So it's got that Belgian, that probably that Belgian feel to it as well. For sure. I mean, that's why I picked it up. I'm so well naturally you know, playing to my strengths. Um, <laughs> and I was reading about triple, uh, which obviously triple man has to get something from triple bottom brewing, but they, yeah, nice. they're like a certified B corp. So in Philly, Ooh. they're doing a lot of things to, uh, you know, focus on being sustainable on hiring folks from project home and other local uh, resources here. So they like are not just about the profits in a way that is pretty cool to me. So it's cool to pick something up to support them. Very cool. Now I know that you're, you, your neighbor, how, or how close are they? You said they're within biking distance of where you are. So that, does that push them in which of the neighborhoods? <laughs> I do bike a lot. Uh, they're in, okay. they're in center city, uh, pretty close okay. to what we consider Northern liberties. Uh, and I'm in West Philly. Undisclosed location in West Philly. Naturally. naturally. Uh, but in terms of a brewery, I didn't know they existed. And I feel like I, I biked by them, but didn't know the kind of beer they made. And this is definitely getting me excited about going for sure. Cool. All right. All right, Captain. Well, this one, it's uh, I, I think the raspberry dominates more than anything else. Okay. Because that's the one that I, I really noticed. I'm getting a little hint of the mint. Um, huh. I, uh it looks very raspberry-like. Yeah. I'm, I'm really not tasting the coconut at all. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. But with all these fruits, it gets, it gets a, a lot of flavors. Uh, yeah, I'm looking on here. It looks like the <clears> subtitle <throat> for this uh, is – it's a 6%, by the way. I don't think I mentioned that. Oh, okay. Uh, and the subtitle for this is uh, Fuck You, Hill Farmstead. Ah, nice. No, it doesn't okay. say that. It doesn't say that. Uh, but I feel that like now that yeah, since since you brought that up a while back, Huck, I feel that sort of like I feel like framing every beer in terms of like, is it uh, would it pass the, the the Hill Farmstead purity test? A beer that tastes like beer. Yeah. Yes. Although I, w- I would say that this is closer to like, a tr- I mean, despite all the flavors, this is closer to a traditional sour beer than something like, say, that really great one we had from Evil Twin, the... Mm. The oh even yeah, more hydra. Even more hydra. That one was yeah. just so like with the pieces of fruit, and it wasn't even <laughs> wasn't even necessarily that like sour tasting. This definitely yeah, was sweeter. A, this one, this one is. I mean, it's like I guess any any of those like predominantly fruit ones is often considered a sour, but this one is definitely has that sour taste mm. with the fruit, and it's uh, it's really good. Yeah, Aslan is a top notch brewery. Yeah. I've I've actually been there when a couple years ago. In the, really? Oh yeah. Spot. Well, I went to the one in uh, Alexandria, which is their offshoot tap room. But right, because it's really Alexandria cool and Herndon, right? Herndon is the home base. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know literally nothing. Well, because you just told me something, I can't say I know nothing about it. But before <laughs> you said that, I knew nothing. Well, I know that we've it. we've had we've had Aslan beers at my beer parties. You, oh, yes, yeah. we have. I, I remember the name. One specifically we had was called Brunchies. And it, I remember that was so good. And that was a fruited sour. Oh, and it was like, it was like breakfast. That, yeah. It was like pancakes with, mm-hmm. with raspberry syrup. That was a really good beer. Yeah. If you remember the can, it was like a, like old seventies looking, uh, still photography, uh, you know, like something out of a magazine in the seventies. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The, reason, bells. the reason I, I don't always remember all of the beers at your parties is not just because we're all drinking beer. It's just because, <laughs> 
Huck, you were, I don't, I think even before you, you had a car, you were just really good at getting to other places and trading with like breweries that we can't get here. And there yeah. was always, you had so much of that stuff that I couldn't keep track of all of it. Yeah. I was in the trading phase. In fact, I went to, <laughs> to get those Aslan beers. I went to Brooklyn, uh, with a backpack, took the subway to, to meet this guy at the Holiday Inn by the, uh, um, uh, right near like where Finback is, a uh, Keg and Lantern, yeah, that, go, that, that stretch there. Yeah, Gowanus area, I think. Yeah, that Gowanus area. And I took, and it was like on a weekend, it took a train out there. And the guy actually was so impressed that I trekked all the way out there. He gave me, he gave me an extra four pack of beers <laughs> oh, from, wow. another, from another uh, 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 Virginia brewery. Uh, uh, I want to call it like some kind of cat uh, brewery, but uh, yeah, good stuff at Aslan for sure. I had one uh, that you would have loved last year. How now, Brown Cow was a uh, was a, uh, a chocolatey milk stout. It was really fantastic. They just put out a new one today. Mm. I keep it track of their Instagram, but yeah, I don't trade anymore. So, but you can get Aslan in New York, as uh, witnessed by uh, the cap. Well, yeah, they've got. I just they. I was just in a story beer and cheese dip Mars earlier today, uh, picking up some stuff. Like I said, I got some. Uh, the North Coast, uh, I just I just love the old Rasputin. Yeah. It's just one of my mm-hmm. go-to impi- uh, Russian Imperial Stouts. So and every good. time I see it, I'm like, okay, I'm getting four of these. It's just, there's no questions. Like, okay, I see you have the ones in the coolers. Where are the four packs? Because that's what I'm taking home with me. Now, and what your beard name? Your beard kind of matches old Rasputin. Yes. I feel yeah, like I need there's to dye it, I think. Connection. I, I need to get some just for men. And uh, look, look, I feel like Rasputin doesn't have quite much of this white. He we should do a photo shoot. Quite long enough for that. We just we should imitate the can art yeah. and yeah. Uh, uh, get a nice photo shoot. I'll, I'll, I'll work on that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll talk to the night runner about that. There you go. Yeah, we got a, exactly. we have a pro in in the in the in the fold. Yeah. Now, when you say Aslan, what do you guys think of that name? What What does it bring to mind? Oh, the uh... well, first. It's spelled differently, but the witch in the wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the witch in wardrobe too. It's, but it's they spell it I N as opposed to as land exactly yeah. So cider girl and I we first, when I first got the beer she made that reference she's like, oh is it coming out of the is it coming out of the wardrobe or whatever mm-hmm. and I was like, no it's spelled with an I like I got mad. At her. <laughs> it's a Turkish she's not delight. The can. She's, yeah, she's like Turkish delight. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's an I. <laughs> I'm such an idiot sometimes, you know. Oh, oh yeah. Well, early, I mean, I'm the same way. Earlier tonight, uh, when uh, Bel- I was texting with uh, Belgian Babe, and she was asking who, who was on the show, and she wrote T R I P P L E man <laughs> with two N's, and I said, "Is that voice to text?" <laughs> Could be. She said, "No, I typed that out." Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's tough, you know. Anybody who needs to do any kind of French translation, it's it's hard. It's hard out there. For yeah, right. she's the Belgian babe. She should Come on. better. There you go. It's in the I, name. I, Just because to... double has two B's doesn't mean triple has two P's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, triple. Well, triple. Triple, yes. But it, I, I do feel like we should have a meeting of the Belgians. You know what I mean? We've we got so many representatives of Belgian beers. We may need well, to we just have, have a... so many. They should just take over the show one week. It, yes, like, a Belgian okay. council. <laughs> it just is so tasty. Yeah, a, that's a great idea. We should have a Belgian uh, themed show where we all get Belgian beers mm-hmm. or Belgian style. I mean, there's certainly a lot of Belgian beers you can get. And there's so many different styles of Belgian beers. There are yeah. so many. You could have the Creek. I have a Creek. You, you could get a Creek beer. Yeah. You know what that is? No. It's spelled K R I E K. Oh, yeah. It's like a cherry lambic. 
They're very Ooh. good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got very one excellent. in my last box from Tavor. Nice. Well, I th- I knew that Trapel was like Belgian essentially, but it turns out it's also Dutch. Uh, and my ancestors are Dutch on my mom's mm-hmm. side. So I'm like, of course, I love this. This is like, probably tastes like home somehow, you know? Probably so. Well, we've had probably. a quad ale that we've, we've been promoting at our job. And uh, yes. it's called so, it's called De Vervrinden. Yes, the distant friend. And in fact, distant um, a distant friend of mine got a chance to enjoy that this past week because I am excited to say that uh, Trapel Man... Uh, left his undisclosed location and came to my undisclosed location. Now that we have all had our vaccinations and shots and we're starting to travel again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we went on a bit of an adventure. And as you know, we were sort of toasting our first evening there. Uh, I did have a spare can in the fridge, uh, which I tossed over. Nice. Oh. It was so good. It was so good. It, it was probably like not fair because I know that I can't get it many other places. Right. Um, it's from 5440 Brewing in yes. Washington. Right? Yeah, I got to go there like now. Because <laughs> it was really well, isn't, that, isn't, that, isn't that where the night name comes? The, the, well, it was the uh, the old slogan was 5440 or fight. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like American but, Revolution or something? Or maybe yeah, it was. Maybe, it's, maybe, the par- maybe it's the maybe parallel. It's the parallel. They, they named yeah. it for the parallel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Which is super maybe, related. Maybe it's Civil War thing. I don't know. But also, you know, there's like a Canada situation. I was going to say, there, it's the so Canadian conflicted, going across it, all the way, trying exactly. to complete the whole parallel. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe it's War uh, of 1812. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll get that in the hookups for next just, week. Yeah. I, I 54, just have to do some 40 or Yeah. Um, however, uh, it was really fun to see Trapel Man uh, yeah. this past weekend uh, because it has been a while. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we have had kind of a, a, a like a bit of a history together of, of like drinking beers and enjoying Gotham. Uh, and so it was fun to sort of relive a couple of those memories. Uh, and as a part of it, we, we spent a little time at an old art museum haunt of ours, Oof. a well-established one. Um, and naturally we did some important beer binging we did. Uh, this weekend. So we do have some like hot off the field reports coming mm. in, uh, from what it's like to go to the tail end of COVID adventures. Uh, oh, I hope it's the tail end. I hope yes. it's the tail end. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily ready, but I'm ready to be ready. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like every, I keep seeing the stuff on the news saying, hey, everything's going to be great by July. I'm like, is it? <laughs> Even if we're allowed to, should we? How mm-hmm. much? I mean, I'm, I'm because, because we do, we've been talking about the whole vaccinated thing. Like, yes, we are, and if more people do, and if you know, but then you see what's going on in India, and I'm just like, okay, let's yes, let us let's do what is safe, but let's not just say, well, we got to do it now because everyone said because some people will take that attitude. So I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm ready to see if it's ready. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I, uh, thinking about it instead of as like, um, okay, there's one way everyone's going to exit this situation. It's like the multiverse, right? Like we're at the point in the superhero movie where now there's just like universes all over. Everyone's on their own specific movie, you know, linear plot. And we're all kind of interacting and then dispersing. Like no one has any, uh, one way that they're engaging with this thing, whether when you got vaccinated, how you got vaccinated, what your own comfort level is, what your risk factors are. Um, it's all a big mess. So as opposed to like everyone went into lockdown together and like got through the beginning of this, we're all off ramping into our own little universes. 
which True. makes it complicated to figure out how to how to be with each other in this time. Yeah, I was in California all week, and when we were with my mother-in-law, we generally go out to eat for every meal and in normal times. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we're all vaccinated, so that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We, oh, wow. I, we had not – I mean, Bricken was uh, uh, saying that uh, – Cider girl. Uh, uh, <laughs> she said uh, – she was saying that we may have eaten out more times in the week than we did in the year previously. <laughs> that's that's so, very believable. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was enjoyable though. It was, it was nice. It was nice yeah. to get, to get back out. Yeah. Eat the different food. Well, know. I was paying attention to it because, uh, and I don't know that this is like the thing that I would love to talk about, uh, in terms yeah. of the topic is that, you know, because it's been a while and now I'm going back in, I feel like I'm seeing things with a little bit of a fresh eye, and I feel like Beer Wonder, our experience going to uh, Randolph, Randolph yes. on the rooftop, was was very strange in a really fun way. It was it was a very so, unique experience for me, uh, not being yeah. someone who's hanging out in Brooklyn a lot uh, to go there. Yeah. So for those of you who are longtime listeners of the Beer Avengers podcast, you may remember that uh, Hophead Huck and I had some breaking news about the Randolph rooftop. And so uh, Trapel Man and I went to go check it out. Um, and a quick, you know, word of the the, the uh, our friends at Randolph have three different places you can sit. You can sit directly out on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Um, you there have their internal area. They're like inside bar open with social distancing and contact tracing and all of that stuff. And then mm-hmm. they also have a rooftop space. Um, and having, you know, being a, a bit of more of a regular, trying to continue to take care of them during all this time, the recommendation I'd received was to make your reservation, especially uh-huh. if you wanted yeah. to get up on yeah. the rooftop. Um, and it wound up being helpful because I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, there people were enjoying it, which was great. Yeah. Um, but going, getting there was its own unique, like entrance into some version of a multiverse. So, uh, <laughs> Trapel, man, you want to walk us through what this whole whole thing was sure well so again like i i had actually because i knew it was fairly close to one of your secret hideouts and Mm -hmm. so i was walking by before and didn't even clock it as a brewery right like it just looked Mm -hmm. like a co-working space like it it, or a a place that had outdoor seating and was like selling sandwiches or something uh and so when we went there i was like oh that this is a brewery and then once the windows are all open i can kind of see in and see the stills and stuff but they, you weren't even, you don't even like see the name. It's like very large print uh, and this very, you know, I don't know, just like, again, very co-working space kind of feeling for me. So we check in at the table and we, uh, do we get our temperature checked there? Yeah. I feel like we did. Quick temp checks and we, and, and since, uh, since I had made a reservation, they had all of our contact information, but otherwise they were going to take that from us. Yeah. yeah. And then someone got out from behind the table and walked us into kind of like the apartment complex it's built next to or inside or whatever. And they were just like, go up to the elevator, go to the 12th floor or whatever it is, and you'll get off and you'll find it. So we're walking in and the guard like has already let the gate through. We walk through the gate and the elevator like magically opens as we're getting up close to it. So it's almost like the seamless transition from someone like gesturing us into this apartment building into like the, the gate opening and the elevator opening and we go up and then we enter into this kind of, and notably the button number 12 had been pushed when we yes. walked into the elevator. Like, so we had uh-huh. not touched anything at this point, like, which was a little wild. Yeah. It was magical or it felt magical to me. It was like, wow, this feels like yeah. so seamless. 
and we get up to the top and we get out and then we're like in this very white uh hallway with like kind of signage but also we weren't sure if it was a bit of a murder hallway right like what could go down <laughs> in this definitely situation. there was a possibility we weren't getting out of this place right, right. you know right. harsh fluorescent overlight like white walls like but enough signage to get us there and then of course you open out into it and you see the brilliant beautiful manhattan skyline and there are a bunch of people at tables and we go and are you know gestured to a place to sit down there's a qr code to have menus which is something that i'm getting used to right it's just yeah. all in the qr code like you don't even touch a menu um in theory in theory yeah yeah some qr codes kind of suck they don't work that one worked out yeah yeah. yeah, they don't work. Or if you're if it's if the sun's out and they're on, they're laminated, mm-hmm. and they're they're like the, because of the shine from the sun, you can't quite get it in there. Yeah, it's not a perfect technology. But we were yeah. there around sunset, so of course we're yeah. seeing this insanely beautiful sunset. As then folks are coming up to us, I I think I remember this correctly. Uh, Beer wonder. There's like a, we ordered everything on an app that we we were like both on the same order, so we could like see what each other were ordering for food and drinks. We decided to get a well, pitcher. Cool. Yeah, it was it was very convenient for sure, um, and so we got a pic a picture. Do you remember what I remember the first word of what it was called? But do you remember what uh, we got? It was uh, I. I Randy. Honest, it was a something Randy. It was a delicious sort of fruited saison. Uh, yeah, it was a saison. Uh, oh, okay. Quite lovely. All yeah. right. It was very. It was it was a well done beer. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. I we had such a lovely night up there. I have no memory of. Yeah. It. No. We we took some selfies. That's what we did. But uh, it was such a like, you know, it's a destination place, right? Like you went to the restroom and you came back and you got stopped and had to take pictures with other people for a while, right? Because you were taking, helping them because you're very polite as well. I tried. Learned many things from you. (laughs) So Um, this whole experience, it became so much more about the location and the flow and like how to get there in this whole situation. The beer was kind of forgettable. It was fine. We got a little picture of it, but it was like a small picture. And we got food, but it was just kind of like food that they knew they needed to have so that drunk people could eat something. Right. Like the the whole thing a lot was about just the experience of it. And it got me thinking about that, of just like what other folks' experiences with breweries have been like recently. Thinking about like, okay, going out is a lot more of a big deal right now, at least. Like going places. Mm -hmm. What do you put up with to get there? What do you want out of the experience? Um, So, yeah, that's just that was my story to launch us into this conversation. Well, with, uh, with, with, I mean, if you're, we're talking specifically about the last year, it's, uh, I mean, I have found more, more often than not, uh, I don't like the street seating if there's a lot of traffic. Mm. Yeah. I feel like anytime if I'm, if I'm at like a street side, one of those little like glass cage things yeah. <laughs> or, or whatever, they have. <laughs> or sometimes they're just tables on the sidewalk. Right. Anytime a pedestrian walks past me, I'm like, okay, should I put on the mask? What do I do? Uh, and, and so I like, for instance, one, one, that's, that's why I've talked about this a lot. Uh, not just uh, pumping up our sponsor, uh, but <laughs> the fact that a story of beer and cheese has a backyard right. is why that's, I go there all I've gone there more than anywhere else than I have the last year. When, when once they started allowing that, and when it's been good weather, that's just it's just a, a great place. It's very peaceful, and was always it was always it was one of those things that there it's different in the pandemic. The fact that they're all still doing plastic cups, right? Uh, and uh, you know maybe a few less tables than there were before. Yep. And I still deliberately try and go there at like two o'clock on a weekday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And and like I was there last week with uh, with Night Runner. 
uh, and and there, we were the only table there, hmm. and it was great. Hmm. Um, and similar with you and me, Beer Wonder, when uh, <laughs> when we went to uh, Rockaway, and when we went to Fifth Hammer a few yes. months back, uh, even though Fifth Hammer was just like a barrel on the street because it's not a uh, there's not not a lot of travel going on there on a weekday afternoon, right? So I felt completely safe there. Yeah, and and uh, Rockaway had, of course, those sort of like built wooden enclosed areas that took you a little bit further into their exactly, space. Exactly. Yeah. We're still very breezy and still felt very, you know, felt kind of more outdoors and, and a little bit safer sort of in that environment. Um, you know, it was, those had been sort of what I had understood going out and, you know, enjoying a beer or whatever in the world. Even the, the few times that I went out and, and had drinks in a place uh, before I was vaccinated, before things were opening up a little bit more, that was the experience I was having. So it was wildly unique to have a full table and a rooftop and a view and all this other stuff. You know, it felt like a complete 180. It, it felt like that kind of enclosed experience that we've got at a story beer and cheers, cheese, our fabulous sponsor, but just taken to uh, a slightly different, you know, at a different vantage point, basically a, a literal, different view, literal elevation, yeah, li- literal different viewpoint up to the, the, I think it's the 13th or 14th floor of that building. Well, it was funny too, because earlier we went to that, you know, storied museum and then we yes. went to the bar where all the guards would go. It was like mm-hmm. a place that was like a pretty common, you know, rendezvous point for us. Yes, correct. And, uh, they had outdoor seating as well, and they had a TV mounted outside. So you yes. could watch the sports, because this is a sports bar. It's an Irish sports bar, right? And you could watch mm-hmm. the same, I think the, the Derby was on or something. Yes, and, the Derby. And we had the beer right. in the plastic. Weekend. Yeah. We had the beer in the plastic cups. You know, we had all of that experience. We watched, you know, p- uh, people just walking down the street, pedestrians cross us all the time. And then we were kind of in this little hut, you know, on, on kind of on the street which was a very different experience for sure. Very nice. Now I was just in uh, Monterey, California. Right. And uh, yeah, it's a really beautiful town. Really, really nice there. And so knowing we were going to Monterey, I'm like, we got to go to Alvarado street, which is a brewery, Mm. kind of a cool kids brewery, like uh, much like Aslan or other half, you know, it's like the hip uh, place to get the hazy IPA. Mm. And, uh, so I had Uncle Ed, you know, uh, with me. He's also a beer drinker. I, don't, I, I mean, as far as beer venture names, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, it's an excellent name. <laughs> Any uncle, uncle at all. Great. <laughs> so we were like, we got away from the rest of the fam and and, uh, and uh, we went to go to Alvarado Street. And like you're talking about reservations and the problem of getting a table. And so we got there and I put my name on the list. And you can't just go and sit at the bar, you know. You have to be at a table. You have to follow the protocols and all that. So I was like, okay, made a reservation. We waited about 10, 12 minutes. Mm -hmm. And, and then I was like, I don't know. I don't know if we want to wait, you know? And so I went to check and I said, well, listen, I know we're supposed to be an hour wait, but how many tables in front of us? And the woman's like, oh, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm like, okay, okay, we're going to go ahead. We're going to give up the ghost on Alvarado. So we did not go to Alvarado Street, but Mm. right up the street was a fieldwork brew pub. And if you know fieldwork, they're kind of an East Bay uh, brewery. They they do all their brewing out of Berkeley. They've been around a little while and – great reputation. So I hadn't had them yet. Hmm. Uh, but I know that we didn't have to go to Monterey for field work. We could have been back uh, where uncle Ed lives. And so, but I turned him on and said, there's one in the town next to you. 
and because they have five tap rooms wow. oh, around wow. that area of California, one of them being in Monterey. So I made a reservation on my phone and we went up there and it was like, a, it was actually like a, it was a Trader Joe's mm-hmm. uh, with like a regular shopping uh, parking lot, you know, <laughs> and then the whole tap room was outdoors. Oh, wow. And so it was a really a nice experience. And uh, we ended up getting seated in the corner, you know, where there weren't any other people near us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got these big flights, uh, six six beer flights. Oh, love that. And, oh, uh, oh man, so good. And one uh, that really stood out was uh, uh, the captain would love this. It's called Luke's Diner. It was a uh, a maple espresso porter. Ooh. And you know how I am with the coffee beers. Yes. It's got to have that coffee going. I want it on the nose. I want it everywhere. Right. And as soon as I, and we just only had like a little sample, you know, so I was like, I didn't want to drink it because I just love smelling it so much. <laughs> it was so good. Some of you out there, if you've been looking at our Instagram feed lately, uh, you will notice that we, we have a picture of Huck with that beautiful flight from that yes. brewery. Yeah, it's on the it's gram, gram, yeah. Quite something. Is Luke's Diner a reference to Gilmore Girls? I was wondering the same for? thing. I, it, it, it was a reference to Gilmore Girls, yeah. <laughs> it was. I, just, I didn't quite, uh, because I only noticed because they, because I was thinking of it, I'm like, what's Luke's Diner? I know that that name. But on the Instagram, it had a hashtag, said Gilmore Girls. I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. that is it. I didn't see why it was called that, but uh, well, the only thing I can think of is maple equals you know plaid equals like you know this sort of you know sure. Luke having well they plaid. they were obsessed with drinking coffee right that's right yes that's true Gilmore Girls and then the diner coffee. was yeah. for breakfast yeah. so the maple yeah. yeah that makes sense as a Canadian I'm a little offended but I won't I'll be polite about it. Thank you. Thank we, you. We, 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 we do maple. We do the syrup here in the in the United States. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, think, I don't think you have a... We, oh, come on. Vermont? I've had yeah. Massachusetts maple syrup's very good. Yeah, you got to go to Nova Scotia if you really want maple syrup. But Don't okay. don't get him started on the milk thing, because like the bag situation is a whole other deal. <laughs> so much more convenient. Anyway. Well, but anyway, it was a nice... Uh, what's our term uh, that you used... Uh, the experience. experience, yeah, experience yeah. design, right? Like how do you experience design? Yeah, it was it was a nice experience design, right? Well, I want I want I want and the Alvarado looked really nice too, but we couldn't get in there. Well, so. Right, that's for next time. I want to I want to talk about our trip to Hungary before we do. I think we got a couple of second pours lined up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. All right. right. Well, are well, you I, ready, I, Cap? You want to go first? Wait, wait, wait. We have a Canadian. <laughs> Who knows about politeness? I, oh, I see the man. top of his can there. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, I, I saw his can already. That's, 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 but that's however, why I didn't go with mine first because I saw his lined up. Already. We're going to do a whole like like new top of the show. Here we go. Well, yeah. it, okay. So if you're being polite, it's the host. Yes. Uh, the host will say, all right, you're the guest. You decide. And right. I feel like I saw the pale male get it the first, like get their second one ready. And yours is a surprise. So I feel like I want to hear that. It is a surprise. I did see the name of the brewery. It's another okay. bottle. I saw the name of the brewery, but I don't know what it is. This okay. could be really interesting. Let's find out. Oh, oh my gang. Uh-huh. Oh my gang. It's oh a wit. At a wit beer. Oh my gang, Witta. It says, oh, yeah, this is a, another one that I really like. Excellent. You're oh, lovely. I was actually talking about this beer earlier tonight. Mm-hmm. Very Speaking nice. of experiences, that is that is a high on my list of breweries to go visit. That's another oh, really good too. experience. Yeah. Up, to, yeah. up to Cooperstown for them. They're they're lovely. Have you done that, Captain? I haven't. That's why it's on my list. Yeah, I have it. actually been to visit them, and uh, this was a very long time ago, but it was a lovely experience. Yeah, so I have happy. too. Really great place. 
and they give you nice samples mm-hmm. and they, oh. they really let you know about, uh, you know, they grow their own hops up there. They show yeah. you the fermenting tanks and, uh, and this beer is just, too much head wow. Apologies. It's a yeah, beautiful but, creamy head. Mm-hmm. And it's got that same color, uh, Trapel man that you've got since similar styles of beer here. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah. And also their, their can art for me is just always, or I guess bottle art in this case, it's just so simple and clean. They yeah. get the sun in the center, you get the weed on the side, you know everything that you're going into getting this beer. It's not some, it's not terribly confusing. Like you get what you get and you know it's going to be good. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. I uh, got that nice Belgian sugar coming off the, the nose. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness. I mm. uh, have had the Game of Thrones themed Oh, yes. game. I've had a few of those, yeah. Which are yeah. so good. It's a little terrible that it's like themed for Game of Thrones. Not really, because like more power to them to grab attention when we were all yeah. freaking out. This I is great. Think, I, I still forgot how good best, this was. The best Game of Thrones beer was not an official Game of Thrones beer, and that's Dragon's Milk from New Holland in Michigan. Ooh, okay. Mm, I've not had okay. that. But Omen Gang had yeah. a couple. Yeah, a lot more yeah, than I've had like five or six of them. Yeah. I, I've had a few, and it was around the time when my best friend passed away, and he was like mm-hmm. super into Oma Gang, so it was like a big deal for me. I was like not drinking for a year, it was like a promise I made to myself, and I broke it just a couple of times. And one was on his birthday to drink Oma Gang, uh, as an honor to him. And I had mm. some sort of Game of Thrones beer because we watched Game of Thrones together all the time. I think at one of our uh, at one of the the beer vendors visits at uh, gatherings at my place, mm-hmm. I, I had a growler of one of theirs. I think it was uh, like a Mother of Dragons kind of a of course I Mother of Dragons. Yes, I do recall that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've had Hand of the King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've had a couple others. I think it was Mother of Dragons. I had pretty sure it was delicious, as all Oma Gang is. Yeah, this is really delightful. I, I It's really nice because I haven't had one in a long time. I used to order this more often uh, back in our pony days, right? Yes. And uh, this is just, yeah, it's very nice. You got that nice fruitiness. And, mm. it's, it's, it really brings back uh, memories of going to the brewery, frankly. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, just puts me in that nice meadow. And the, look at that head. It's like so, so... Uh, fluffy yeah yeah it's a cloud yeah, yeah it's it, really it is, it, it's, it's just beer. a beautiful head and it's and it's sticking there which means you got extra protein in that beer that like a retention that's happening is really mm-hmm. the head has integrity mm, it really true. does it really does and so like, let's get another pour going Trapel mint okay this is this i'm now moving to southern california which is where my parents okay. live where i went to oh. high school so we're back in California. This is in Orange County, or it's called Placentia, California. It's a, yes. a place called The Brewery. Yeah. I think, I think I had one of those uh, on a previous, not that particular one, but one from them. They make yeah, great stuff. Yeah, you've had a brewery on before, yeah. yeah. Well, I saw this. This is a Orchata, a blonde ale brewed with rice and lactose with natural cinnamon and vanilla flavors added. And again, the spice oh. for me is what I want all the time. Yeah. And this one is 7.2%. So oh, I have a feeling nice. I'll be well served with this. I, I think, oh, that's beautiful sounding crack right there. And that's it. I've had this one, I think, before. It's meant to uh, emulate the, 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 the drink, the horchata. Right. 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 That's right. And it's beautiful, like almost caramelly color. Yeah. It's a oh, little yeah. darker. Yeah. It's definitely um, caramelly. And- 
Yeah, okay. the head's going down real quick. Maybe I have not had this. Yeah, but it looks beautiful. Yeah, it's not not creamy like I would expect from something with yeah, fungus. Yeah, yeah. I think they had a different version of it, a creamier one. It looked like Kahlua and cream, as I recall. Ooh, oh yeah. Got mm-hmm. those flavors you want though. Very, very vanilla, cinnamon, sweet. Mm-hmm. It's very sweet and milky tasting. It doesn't like have a creamy, but like it's like cream soda, frankly. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got one. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit back on brand. I'm not going to make uh, Huck play the song because I've only been selling this for a couple of months, unless he wants to play the song. <laughs> He's going to have another beer. Yeah. Another beer. Uh, this is uh, our first beer ever from Idaho. Ooh, okay. Okay. It is from okay. Bombastic Brewing. Mm-hmm. And it is the Big Dumb Beer Imperial Stout. <laughs> <laughs> Big dumb beer. It's fifteen uh, percent. Now whoa, this, whoa. this is really Good interesting Lord. to me because it's the 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 blurb on the back of the can is anything but a classic take on an imperial stout. Okay, using roasted wheat and flaked oats for a full body and chocolate Ooh. rye to give mm-hmm. bold chocolate notes with minimal bitterness. Interesting. Mm. Okay. And Malt malt heavy, just like you like them. So that's uh, fantastic. Let's see what we got here. Okay. Oh gosh. I mean, oh, yeah. if, if if they're talking about this being a thick beer, it really truly. I don't know. I say this every week, but it's motor oil. It's, like, yeah, that's what it this looks one like is. oil. Mm-hmm. And that oats lends it's itself to a, nice a little creamier head. head. Mm-hmm. Um, there we go. More protein in there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh gosh, what a what and, a oh that's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what I. Uh, mm. What I find especially interesting about this one is you guys have really blown my mind as far as really thinking about adjuncts. I don't think I ever used to think about it. Like, it's really, this tastes good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and and more, but I mean, I, I like I like, I like the flavors, but, or I, or I can, and I could describe to you why I like the flavors, but as far as how they come to that flavor. Mm. Um, and this is one that I don't think uh, that uh, the Hill Farmstead guy could really complain about because None of the stuff I said was really an adjunct. Chocolate mm-hmm. rye is not actual chocolate. Right. It's a kind it's of rye. Yeah. yeah, it's a grain that has some a chocolatey flavor to it. There are no adjuncts in this at all. Mm. It's all it's all grains. Uh, it's all wheat, oats, rye, mm. and it's delicious. Mm. An adjunct sounds it. Adjunct would be anything you're going to add to like give it more flavor or a different kind of flavor, but it's not the main well, like four some, ingredients would or, or, or yeah something wouldn't naturally go in beer mm-hmm. like if you're adding chocolate or marshmallows or oreo cookies or all the various fruits of the other one oh, i mean there's a, there's a shit ton of uh, oreo cookie beers out there that's a, really i think one i oh yeah yeah there i think are, that's one i think that's one of the ones that uh yeah and there's some more uh i've seen plenty of like some more stouts hmm. out there uh in fact what i think the the rant we're not going to read it again uh you can go back to whatever episode that is uh on our full archive available at your at your leisure um it's uh it but it's uh it it's it's that i think oreos are one of the things that he brought up he's like a, an oreo mixed with a cheeseburger mixed with french fries mixed with blah blah yeah. you know uh, it's like okay get over yourself a little bit man <laughs> yeah i think i deleted those from my phone <laughs> all right we don't, yeah. I don't have those quotes on devastating <laughs> but but uh, but but to his credit this is a very, they say it's, it's unconventional, but it's still in its own way, very pure the way they came to it. I have a, yeah, this is the first, like I said, this is the first one we've had from Idaho. Um, and, uh, and Belgian babe is not happy that I'm having it on the show. 
because I, I happened to get two cans of this from my recent shipment. And just mm-hmm. on a whim, I opened one of them on a family Zoom call. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and then and she said, uh, well, you know, you're, you're going to have, have to wait till I come over to have the other ones. Like, no, nah, I got to have it on the show. <laughs> We've never had an Idaho beer, so I can't yeah, say must, for you. Must yeah. be revenge it. Yeah. Must yeah, revenge. Yeah. Yes. Like, don't worry. I mean, don't feel too sorry for uh, out there. I've got, I've got plenty of other wonderful beers to share. You do. Very you. generous. Uh, we'll, get it, we'll get another chance at the big dumb beer. Well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Idaho has tons of different grains. It's like a huge mm-hmm. farming. That area. is one of those states yeah. that is the grows the hops. Mm-hmm. Yes, they also one of do the three the- states. Mm-hmm. I believe it. I said that on the air too. I'm, the percentage of of uh, Idaho hops, I think it's like uh, there's a lot of farmland out there. There is Was- well with Washington, Idaho, and Oregon account for ninety six percent. Wow, of the hops grown in the U.S. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. I went to mostly Washington, mostly Washington. Well, I went to college in Washington state and had many a good beer, but it was definitely like right as breweries were becoming extremely mm-hmm. popular mm-hmm. and I was an yeah. uneducated young person. So I didn't quite get on the, the, the good beer mode until I got to Philly. That's why you don't see a lot of uh, wet hop beers True. back East. Although with the New York, uh, uh, growing more hops now, maybe we'll start to see a couple wet hops, which are right off the vine. Right, right there. Exactly. Yeah, it's interesting. By the last count, they have 77 breweries in Idaho. Okay. Okay. Well, it's funny because, of course, they border Washington and Oregon, which is like uh, Oregon. Yes. Oregon has 312, Washington has 428, Whoa. Idaho 77. Wow. Okay. That's a lot. How many do you think California has? Uh, 900. It's got to be over 500. Well, Beer Wonder's closer than you are. 1,200? Beer Wonder's closer than you are. So 875. 958. Wow. I know that they have the most California does have the most breweries in the country. At least every time the the list has come out, they're always the winners. Ah, Um, but here's one. Which state has more breweries Per capita. Okay, I got oh, that one. Uh, which, which, okay, I think I know be, the answer. Okay, I, I think I, I I did before I looked at it, but which one? Go ahead and say what it is. Well, I'm gonna get. Let me, this is a fun game, so let's do this, uh, yep. Man. If you're down for it, yeah. Um, I I, it, for, I I'm split between somewhere in New England and Colorado, and I'm gonna go with Colorado because I feel like they've been doing it longer. More no. breweries per capita than anywhere else in the country. The state. Right. And Colorado's already been ruled out, so you have 49 yeah, other Colorado. <laughs> per capita, one of, them, one of them, One of them may not surprise you. One of them will. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're talking breweries, not like growers. Breweries per capita. Breweries per capita. It's. I feel like it has to be Oregon. Hmm. Okay, uh, I'll give you the numbers. Uh, Oregon is 9.6. Wow. It's a lot. Nine point six. It's a lot, but it's nowhere near the top. Nine point six breweries or people. Believe it or, or, breweries, believe it or not, just to give okay. you an example, because this is uh, in the top three. Montana has a higher per capita than Oregon. Does. <laughs> that makes sense because well, Montana has no one in it. Right. That's it. But they got to look for those low populations. Is it like? Is it like? Is it Idaho? One of the Dakotas? <laughs> Uh, it is not one of the Dakotas. Now, you you were on the right track uh, when you were trying to figure it out before. The first time, yeah. yeah. Oh, New Englandy style. Well, okay. So, so like, there's no one in Vermont. <laughs> Connecticut? Is it Connecticut? What? No, no. no you, you, it's you, Vermont. With Vermont an actual Vermont. guess? 
Yes, it Vermont is. is I mean, yeah. yeah, I was like, I was like, it's either going to be somewhere in New England or it's going to be Colorado. I went with Colorado because but, I figured that they Maine, had more. But yeah, but Maine isn't far behind. Mm-hmm. No, of course not. Of course not. It's got like fifteen point four in Vermont and twelve point nine in Maine. Do you know why that oh. is? They're close to Canada, so they have a lot of Canadians that live there, and Canadians love beer. So they're all. Oh there. yeah, when I I've Try been to breweries. Beer. Uh, when I've, I've met people at Vermont breweries and they're, they, they'd come over, come over the border to, oh, yeah. to enjoy the breweries. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, also, yeah. and also, and also they're cooler than New Hampshire. Right. Yeah. Because really, because let's be Old honest, New Hampshire. New, Hampshire, New Hampshire, New Hampshire is cl- just as close to Canada as Vermont is, but they're only at 8.8. Well, what is, what is, they're a little more reserved in New Hampshire. Yeah. Some good breweries there. Uh, Schilling is one that I, I really enjoy, mm. of course. Oh, they have wonderful um, breweries. Yeah. But uh, in in uh, we've been ta- there's a lot of talk about DC statehood, yes. and so they keep bringing up the low population states of Wyoming and Vermont, mm-hmm. which have less people than DC. Mm-hmm. Well, and DC has an excellent brewing scene, so uh-huh. perhaps you know, should they get statehood, we can mix these numbers up a little bit. Yeah, they're going to change the they're going to change the whole uh, thing, the whole dynamic. Oh, we hope so. I'd love to see D.C. as a state. That'd be really great. Yes, call your senators. I'm going to go ahead on, on the record here that the Beer Avengers are in favor of D.C. statehood. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yes. Absolutely. See, yeah. <laughs> applause from the Trapel Man. Only the polite thing to say. <laughs> yes, very true. No, completely we are tired of yeah. taxation without representation. Yeah. Puerto Rico, too. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, if they I'd want it. If they want that. it. They get if to they make want, their own choice. That's right. I know it's, it's right. a little, they're a little more divided there. Although I think slight majority in favor, but you're right. It is. It's a lot more divided there. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, if they're going to have to pay taxes here, they should get the voting rights here. Check yes. out the lacing on yeah, this. Piece. This Ooh. gorgeous lacing on again, a credit to you, Huck, on your class, your glass cleanliness. Um, but I can't like, believe it, the spirit. So it's delightful. What a nice it's, choice. It's such... Give uh, cider girl a credit tonight for getting the bottles. Yeah. Well done cider girl. I said, I can't walk. So please go. Out. Uh, I have gotten better as the day's gone on. Good. So, that's that's a good sign. Now, now back to our, uh, our our COVID drinking experiences. Uh, so it, it, it actually it, we sort of soft pedaled a little bit. Friday was a momentous day for mm-hmm. for the beer wonder and myself because we took our first return in over a year to our favorite place and the place where we became who we want well, the actual location, but the brand that that, that it's the Pony Bar. We went to the Pony. Uh-huh. Right? Pony yeah, bar. we went to Pony exactly. Uh, and it was curious. We were. Uh, it was. I got there, and there was almost no one there. It was uh, noon, uh, which is, I'm sure, is probably it's. A, 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 they they don't open till three most days, but on yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they open at noon. Uh, so we we went there a little afternoon, and there was no one in the outdoor seating, and almost no one in the indoor seating as well. And so I got there first. Texted Beer Wonder said, uh, you know, inside or outside. You said outside. Like okay, but let's think about inside since we're vaccinated and there's no one inside. <laughs> And so the we doors went, were open, which was the impressive. doors were open too. So They're like we sat huge. outside briefly, ordered one drink there, and said, "Yeah, I'll just go inside." And and so we did. Uh, and we got our the temperatures taken, and we signed the thing for contact tracing and all that. Yeah. Um, and we had a we had a couple of nice beers there. Had some French fries with shredded chicken on it. It was uh, really wonderful to be back. Yes, nice. it felt like a momentous, and uh, yeah, you know, it, while while uh, New York is certainly uh, Gotham, I should say, is certainly opening a little quicker than we all anticipated. I think we were thinking July one would be our reopen date, but it does appear that it's now mid May. Um, uh, this week was also a momentous week, uh, or I guess it will be the week prior to what you're listening to. But um, bar seating is now available in the city if of the New bar York. chooses to. The bar if the bar chooses to, to, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Sounds yeah, I mean, that, good. That's, that's, that's nice. That, I mean, that, that's kind of the, fu- the funny thing is I, 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 I half expect, I don't think it's going to happen as much in New York, but we definitely have our assholes here too. Who will say like, yeah, no. you're supposed to have a sit at the bar. Like, no, we choose not to. It's, there's no seating here. <laughs> People well, can't like, I mean, because they have that at Israeli beer and cheese. I don't think they're reinstituting bar seating anytime soon, even though they're allowed to, but they don't have to. Well, it just goes back to that multiverse thing, right? Like if, mm-hmm. if it mm-hmm. does come down to every individual business owner, et cetera, like they're going to do what they want to do based on what kind of risk they want to take. Yes. Well, conversations I've been having with people are that right now we've got what the least restrictive rule we can have is, right? The least restrictive we can be is you can sit at a bar. The least restrictive you can be is you can have come May 17th, 100% you know, capacity in your restaurants. And everybody gets to decide that is the least restrictive we can be. Are we going to be more? And that and, and here's – oh, go ahead. No, that just Sorry. totally depends on like so you know how many people rely on that place for – sorry to use this term again – experience design, right? Like mm-hmm. I want to go there because I want to sit at the bar. I want to talk to the bartender. I want to talk to the people who are next to me and you know, blah, blah, blah versus – no, actually, everyone's really digging the backyard. Like, it's a really safe location. People love it. I can keep the numbers small. I have the ability to charge enough to make it rent in New York or in Gotham, et cetera. Yes. Like, every individual institution has to make those calculations of, like, how much do I need volume versus quality of, you know, check or whatever. Yep. So it's it's just kind of on every individual place and where their strengths are. And then we have to figure out what do we want, each of us, what do we want to do with our day? Yeah, I know that I've really wanted to go to the Torch and Crown tap mm-hmm. room. Yeah. And I have gone there before they opened to buy beer. And I've had beer delivered. But since they opened it, I see the pictures and I'm like, this is this is the dream Manhattan brewery tap room that, yeah. that we've been waiting for. There's plenty in Brooklyn and in Queens, but in Manhattan, because the rents are so high and other reasons we haven't had that beautiful brewery taproom and they did open it and it's so we'll have to make that one of our destinations too indeed sometime well, soon now that now that it is uh now that uh, uh our most of our beer avengers at this point i believe i mean i know your friend your man is vaccinated which is why uh we we had some time together this weekend yep. which was awesome um but uh yep uh but uh the fact that the, the, i feel like beer avenging in public can again yeah start to start to happen which is important to not only you know save the world from bad beers but also ensure that the places that supply us with those beers are continuing to to be able to live and you know our fellow beer vendors like the ones who work behind the bar can pay their rents too right right and and i uh i I think i should also say since we were just talking about a story of beer and cheese uh ditmars um they just this week announced uh they're going to be open seven days a week again Oh, that's yeah. great. They that's were exciting. five far away, went to six, and now they're back up to seven, which I think is, is so great. Just in time for my birthday next week. Yeah. And and it's showing that there is demand for for this. There's demand for yeah. people who, who are to, to come out and have a beer somewhere. Well, my, my yeah. theory is actually the demand for experiences is going to go way up, right? Like we've yes. been shut inside. Yeah. We haven't been doing a lot of things. We're going to want to get out there. What happens after? I don't know. But I feel like there's going to be a spike of, okay, now that we're able to get back out there, there's enough mitigating factors to risk. It's unlikely if you're vaccinated, you're going to get sick. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to be treating your life differently. So everyone's going to want to do those things they haven't done. Yes, we can order drinks to our house. Yes, we can do all kinds of other things that are chill. We want to get out there. But then after that, what's it going to be like? Like how often are we going to want to like be out with people versus just 
you know, I get great service at home. I can watch TV whenever and drink whenever I want. You know, I'm just curious about that. Yeah, it's going to be a different uh, different dynamic for sure. For a while anyway. Yeah, for a while. I mean, I, I, but it's, and it's interesting because it really does come down to, and we talked about a little bit about this today, but also on previous shows, about it comes down to what you can do, what you should do, what the gray area is, and what part of that not gray area is just a dick move. That right. fits in with what you can do. So, like for instance, they just announced last week that it's okay to be outside without a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I, I was doing that the, in California. That is the least restrictive. I, I, can I be. have I have been yep. doing that as well. CDC. However, I always have a mask in my hand or in my pocket. Yeah. And if I find myself walking down the street and I see someone a little ways away wearing a mask, I put it on while I'm walking by them, just out of courtesy. I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's 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 one of those things like this person might not feel comfortable with this. What either they don't know the rules or they're not comfortable with the with the rules. And I'm like, okay, fine. It, yeah, they, yeah, they may not be vaccinated. Put it on my ears. I just hold it up against my face for that amount of time. And yeah, they may not be vaccinated, even though they've said anyone pretty much it's okay to yeah. be outside. Yeah. But again, it's what you can do and what you know. If you want to err on the side of caution and you feel more comfortable with it's you know it's it's uh. Well, we've also over the year have have sort of. Uh... Uh, uh, villainized the anti-masker, the right? So now, yeah. <laughs> so right. now, and now we like, don't want to be that guy. Elites. Like, no, 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 really, totally. I've been vaccinated. I, I, you know, yeah. <laughs> like we have to start this. I saw a TikTok where the woman was like, I'm vaccinated. I can be outside without a mask. And then she's walking along like, oh, but wait a second. I don't want everyone to think I'm one of those assholes. No. <laughs> so she puts on I, a hat that says vaccinated on it. And on top of that, I'm representing the Avengers because if I'm going to a bar, I'm usually wearing the shirt. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, oh yeah, those, yeah. that's so that's, gonna a, a, that's gonna be a little transition. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I've been noticing it in Philly, and we don't do the kind of like contact tracing stuff that it seems like most places in New York have been doing. So it really is Correct. just yeah. like some places, some places. But I, I, it's been very rare for me to see anything like that I th- here. I think in New York, places that have indoor seating are required to mm. do. Okay, for yes, now. it is. It is a requirement of, yeah, it is a requirement of Gotham, but you know, because again, like at, the, we, at the pony bar, they didn't make us do it when we were sitting outside. It wasn't it was when they so came inside. inside. Right. It's, it's a specific oh, yeah. yeah indoor experience, but at the same time, you know, that uh, again, that's it, it, New York is particularly or Gotham city, I should say is particularly restrictive given our history with this, given yeah. with this disease. Of course, other places are not quite as restrictive. Certainly I noticed that when I was uh, doing that field work I did in Wisconsin, that yeah. deep intense research mm-hmm. um, and, and have heard similar things about uh, from family in, in other parts of the country. But, you know, again, the, New York has chosen to be more restrictive and that is great. Well, and this is the and, thing that is curious to me is that like, so every neighborhood is treating it slightly differently. Every business is treating it slightly differently. All of us as individuals are treating it slightly differently. So how mm-hmm. do we like figure out when like that person is approaching how do we communicate our values to each other? Like, it's a really fascinating problem because there isn't one way to do it. Even when the CDC says you're outside, you don't need to wear a mask. Everyone's treating that differently. And I'm glad we both live in cities where we're amongst many people who would appreciate that nuance. And I'm really glad that I don't live in Florida and fuck Florida. I'm not going there. <laughs> Anytime soon, because of their governor. We need to get Florida breweries on here. We need to. I like Florida. I like Florida. No, but did you hear what? I don't know. I I know what the government's like. 
but the you know there's a lot of good people there too. There are plenty of good people and plenty of like good Staten beer Island. I'm happy to drink <laughs> oh, their God, beer don't here. Start that. No, no. Here's what I'm talking about. Uh, it's it's specifically because uh, so uh, you know a lot of places here they're they're coming up with things like maybe certain people can only sit in certain places if they've been vaccinated and show proof of it. Um, and everyone, it's the wild west. Anyone can make up their own rules about that. There's some sporting events which say this is the vaccinated session session over here. If you can prove that you've been vaccinated, you don't have to distance and you can sit over here and they're really great seats. Um, wow. well, the governor of Florida has said no one's allowed to do that here. Right. No one can require anyone to prove vaccination. Businesses aren't allowed to choose to do that for their own. Oh, yeah. He's absolutely garbage person. No doubt. Um, Which is which is. Yeah. Which is I feel I feel bad for my friends who live there because I I do have a lot of friends in Florida. I will Uh, say, though, there are some. Yeah. The coffee in Miami is incredible. (laughs) I'm I'm sure it is. I I lived in Orlando for about three years, but I'd never been to Miami. And uh, great for wildlife, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Florida. Yeah. You know, crocodiles up the wazoo. And uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, and I wish, I know there's a lot of, it's a lot of uh, liberal and radical enclaves in Florida and it's always oh, kind of split down the middle, but the right has been winning that battle uh, much like Ohio mm-hmm. uh, and, for and whatever that, reason. Yeah. But, uh, but I don't, I don't think even think Ohio is as bad. I mean, their, their governor, he's struggled. He's, uh, I know, I know I've, I've you know, I've, my dad lives there. And I have lots of friends there. Wow. Uh, and uh, but and I know that they they have had Mike DeWine isn't the greatest governor in the world. Uh, he's certainly been wishy washy about things, but he's done a lot to piss off the Republicans in the past year. Well, DeSantis wants the uh, Florida governor wants to make himself the the next the next Trump. Trump. Yeah. 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 So and he's, he's, he's playing a, all those cards. He's doing a very good job of that. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, because I, my my dad uh, was someplace where. Uh, where he was, you know, he had a mask and it had uh, fallen on the floor. And, oh, you got to go pick this up. This is, I just got this in the mail from DeWine. And some guy said, yeah, I wouldn't trust anything that liberal DeWine sent you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So it's it's it's, a, it's not as cut. And even though the state has certainly gotten a little scarier in places, um, it's it's no Florida. And I'll be Indeed. there in a couple of weeks to give you more reports. Yes. The field. We're Ooh. exciting about your, your field reports that will be coming up soon. Um, now, now, another thing I wanted to to bring up, as far as since we're talking about Cinco de Mayo, and you just got back from California, yeah. have you guys heard anything this uh, stuff about how like Stone is maybe trying to rebrand themselves as a lager brewery? Uh, no, I've seen it. the The Whole Foods they're selling their Citravesa. Uh, it's a Mexican style lager, but yeah, I mean, there's I mean, they've seen a shit ton of that everywhere. It's like salt and lime lager, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, seen that all over the place and uh i don't know about rebranding they've always made a pilsner even from the early days yeah no there's some speculation that i've seen some of the reports online that that they're moving away from ipas because they were so defined by ipas yeah yeah i I mean that is accurate they were so i guess that would be that would be an appropriate rebrand but no i had not seen that right on well uh speaking of uh when i was in california had a couple more beer experiences yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. uh when when i arrived my mother-in-law was uh, nice enough to put a fresh Pliny in the fridge for me. Very nice. The oh, Pliny lovely. the Elder. Mm-hmm, that classic. <laughs> Although I didn't discover it for a couple of days. She'd forgotten that, I, that that she'd put it there. I thought it was like one of the iced teas. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, because 
I, you know, I had that, that work call and I went out and found a beer. I didn't realize that Pliny was there the whole time, but, uh, we tried a couple of IPAs, uh, uh, with, the uh, 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 cider girls cousins. We had a little gathering and they brought these beers from a place called pond farm mm. brewing, which is in Marin County in, uh, uh, sure. uh San Rafael, Ooh, okay. California, just, uh, uh, up North of San Francisco mm-hmm. and uh, really nice stuff. And they, they were like, oh, I know you like the IPAs. I'm like, well, actually, I'm more into lagers now. <laughs> and luckily, they had brought uh, a Bach and okay. uh, and a black lager. And they were oh. both excellent. The Bach struck me as more of like a My Bach or mm-hmm. a Hellas Bach. It was like lighter, but they just called it a Bach. And then there were two IPAs as well that we tried. But compared to like, you know, I know your guest last week, uh, your guest, our guest last week uh, was uh, uh, saying he, he can't do the IPAs. Right. Mm. Yes, we have, and we I can, I can, but I don't, I don't have that same approach that he has. I'm just, they, they're just sort of all kind of blending into the same beer to me at this yeah, point. Uh, you know, I can tell when one's worse than another one, like when one's better. Mm. I love the nose. To me, it's like, I have the same outlook on steak, right? Okay. When you have like a good steak on the grill and, and I walk in, I'm like, oh my God, it smells so good. And then when I'm eating it, I'm like, yeah, well, when is this going to be over? You know, like I don't <laughs> actually enjoy eating a steak as much as I do smelling, smelling a steak. So right. I'm kind of like that with the IPA is like, I'm like, oh, the mosaic hops coming off of this and the, the tropical aromas is so great. And then I'm drinking it like, okay, I'm ready to move on <laughs> after a few sips. So that's where I'm at with the IPAs. But I must say the Pliny did stick out as, as still being a, uh, on a higher level. That was a, a really uh, still a great beer. This planet the elder. This might be a little gross, but I feel like for me the IPAs. It's it's the other end that I particularly do not enjoy. Like oh, is that right? Like how it feels the next day after having it burns IPAs. on the way out. Yeah, like it feels really silty. I feel really gross. I feel really like broken down. I don't know. There's so many minerals. Maybe more so than is- other beers. That is a truth of beer drinking. You okay. become a, a golem the next day. I, I, just, well, I don't feel that way with other kinds of beer. Obviously, I have a hangover. I feel bad. But intestinally, I don't have the same challenges that I have with IPAs. To the point where I really do avoid them because of how they'll make me feel the next day. Regardless of how good it smells. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like steak, maybe, maybe there's a similar metaphor to make, <laughs> depending on the kind of steak. Uh, well, the uh, I have the problem, but on the uh, they they make me very belchy mm-hmm. and very uh, I get I get, easily get the heartburn from them and sours too, unfortunately. But I still enjoy this taste of sours, yeah. uh, especially the ones without lactose. I like uh, I like the pure uh, mm. wild ales. Yeah, mm-hmm. boy, we just all we're just all over the place. The we, topics we, today, we really good are. stuff. Good stuff, I did. Guys. I, did uh, I, I, I don't want to focus too much on pandemic stuff, but there is one thing that's directly related to beer that I feel has to be mentioned. Mm, please. Um, new Jersey just uh, introduced a, a new program a couple of days ago that about 12 breweries are signed on to um, called a shot in a beer. Mm. Where oh, if, yeah. If, if oh, you yeah. have gotten a shot uh, of the vaccine in the month of May, take proof there and these 12 breweries... I don't have a list of them right here, but just Google a shot in a beer in New Jersey and you'll find it. Uh, and, and and there's actually there's an indication there might be some more breweries signing up for about 12 breweries that if you show your vaccine card, you'll get a free beer. Now, when I got my shot, which was a while ago, it was in March, uh-huh. 
they uh, it was good crispy creams was give me a free donut. yeah i heard about that one yeah and i didn't uh, bother going out there for that but yeah. no i was sort of like okay but like eh, i don't know that's not that's not attractive enough to me i do love crispy well, creams I mean, don't get me wrong yeah oh, i had one too yeah from the shot that it was amazing but i'm not gonna go out of my way to get a donut if a donut avails itself to me i will eat it <laughs> but i'm gonna yeah, donut I, I, shows I, up on my doorstep right I, I put on i put on enough weight in the pandemic i don't need to go out of my way to get a free donut. exactly uh, but if yeah. i got a free fucking beer from a brewery yeah. i would no go question. i would i would, I would do it i would yes i would go on a crawl I mean, this is such a privilege. We would all be going out of crawl. Fully vaccinated crawl to 2021. <laughs> Vaccine crawl. Show my arm. Show my band-aid. Yeah, that's I felt like that's, be, what, yeah. that's what we were doing out west. We were going to all the yeah. restaurants and, you know, like, hey, we're vaccinated. And we were talking about spacing and we were talking about people wearing. And they had like this rule where like when the waitress comes, you're supposed to put your mask yeah. back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's really hard to do. <laughs> you yeah, know, when you're bringing over the water, that. they're bringing the coffee. It's like, oh, my mask. I've been doing that this whole time, though. I mean, I guess I just had gotten. I tried. Like, I read an article where, like, there were some places I think in Brooklyn that were making that the rule, but a lot of places that weren't. But once I read that servers appreciate it, I was like, well, I, I got to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, it's like you're communicating Anything to them. To make them feel more safe. They're the ones taking all the risks. Exactly. So, like, yeah. hey, I care about your health, and then also they they come out of nowhere and surprise you, and it's hard to yeah. always know in advance yes. that they're approaching. Yes. But the, the 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 other thing about it is that it's it 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 speaking of politeness, it intrinsically feels rude to be like, yeah, I'll have yeah. the uh, yeah. I'll have well, the, that that the, goes back to one of the very first happened. experiences I had a year ago was when I'd be walking. I mean, that, that now it's second nature. But remember, a year ago when I'd feel bad about like, so not only would I avoid someone on the sidewalk. But I feel bad about it, so I'd avoid eye contact as well. Yeah. Just, it would just make you feel yes. just dirty and awful. I'm like, I'm being very, I'm, I'm, I'm doing exactly the right thing, and I'm doing it because I care about that person. But also, I feel horrible. And it feels so strange to look at someone just with their mask on and like, yeah, yeah. just their eyes and be like, oh, I don't know, what do you want from me? I don't know. We can't really read thing. each Con- other. Conversely, it's like I feel like there's been more eye contact. Yeah, right. Yeah. In New yeah, York, it's, anyway, because it's just you're kind of like looking at them, like, yeah, it's our yeah, only communication I'm out here means. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, one time, uh, one of the, my first like non-mask biking experiences over the weekend, it was like I was just going down to like, just like getting a city bike bike angel, and I'm at the at the intersection, and I'm waiting with the bike, and I'm not wearing the mask, and this old lady with a mask is like, she's like, I'm looking at her, I feel like she's looking at me, and she says, "Are you having fun?" <laughs> I said, uh, sure. And she said, because you look like you're having fun. And like, I don't know if this was, if that was a, a passive aggressive, you're not wearing a mask thing or what, but it was. Uh, but she could, she could see something in your face. I guess. Yeah. She, maybe that's the first she time could she not. seen like a fun that looks like it's like, yeah, I don't know. I think stranger conversations like that have been easier. Yeah. I think, yeah um, it's true. And because we wanted them more, especially in the early days, because we were isolated. So even just saying, uh, uh, you know, weather sort of level conversations with other people was a, like a, a treat. Because <laughs> we noticed that in the park, like, like yeah. you can see how much we're getting back to normal when less people say hello to each other. Mm. Yeah. Because <laughs> in the park, you're like, hey, oh, hello. You know, we don't yeah. do that in New York, you know, but no. this past year, you saw a lot more of it. Yeah. Not very polite yeah. in New York overall. But we're great people. Mm. Great people. Mm. 
Yeah, the the other really good outdoor Best experience people. I had was was uh, not as much uh, beer related, but uh, the Belgian babe and I went to uh, Dewine uh, for brunch, which is this uh, wonderful place on Thirty First Avenue in Astoria. And it was one of those weird things where we were like, yeah, we should we should sit in the outside area, uh, even though there was almost no one in the inside area. We should sit the outside, and we were like, there was, there was only one other table there. It was like four people, but they were like young actory people Ugh. who were really really loud. <laughs> and like after about fifteen minutes, we sit the was like, you know, I, I we, why don't we just get get a, a seat by the door inside? <laughs> I think that's probably better. And it was fine. It was great. Um, and then and then we went to this other place just across the street from there called the local bar. I uh, just want to yeah. plug all the great places I've had good experiences. Yeah, I know, you took me there once. Yeah, um, but uh, and then then on uh, this is something entirely different, but this is just something that uh, the experience that I had that felt like a beer thing to mention. Mm. Uh, HBO Max now has all the extended cuts of Lord of the Rings. They do. Mm-hmm. Ah. And, and Huck, I think you and Cider Girl, you you bought those like when they came out. Didn't yeah, you? and they I, don't look good. They don't look good on the TV. <laughs> Well, I they the, look, the, they're supposed to be Blu-ray and everything. The, they, the, they look bad. Well, I, I feel they go back and forth on on the 4K. I feel that like there are scenes when you're looking at unspoiled New Zealand that it's you can tell it's there's no special effects. It's just the land and it looks spectacular. And then you have got to cut to another shot where it looks like okay, I'm looking at a painting. That looks like a painting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to be careful. Um, with that. But the, but the beer thing was I just I, I'd forgotten about this one because I don't think I'd seen Fellowship of the Ring in years. And the Hobbits they've just started to go on their journey and they're in a bar. Uh, and I hadn't thought about how the Hobbits probably have different glassware than full size people. And, and so they're and right. so they're sitting at you, you know what I'm talking about. But let me let me tell it. Uh, they're sitting at the table and it's Merry and Pippin and I don't know whichever one is whichever. And one of them brings a, a beer back to the table and it's this big glass. Yeah. And the other, he says, like, what's that? And he said, this is a pint. And, and <laughs> right, he just looks right. incredible and says, it, it comes in pints? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was just such a wonderful beer moment. Uh, yeah, we recently rewatched those too. Yeah. Um, well, th- I see the thing is like- We watched I, everything this year. The, the, the reason I hadn't in forever is because I didn't have access to the extended cuts. And the weird thing, I, and I wanted to see the extended cuts. But so many extended cuts like aren't always on streaming. No, yeah, like you I have rent, to buy it, and I, I, yeah, I rented, rented them on Amazon over Christmas, yeah, just to watch them, and it was definitely like, a, holy shit, I'm paying however much money just to watch these. I wanted, to, yeah, but now it's great that it's on HBO Max, yeah. Um, and another thing I wanted to mention, I, I, I was, uh, I was, I was, I was looking at some stuff on uh, Twitter this weekend. Uh, a, a friend of mine, uh, Casey, who runs a podcast called the nerdy photographer podcast uh, introduced me to some other really interesting uh, beer podcasts. And I was sort of like, and one of the ones that I really like just because our friends that we were always talking about it at uh, the happy hour guys with the curtain up project, Mm -hmm. they were on a great podcast that's been running like for six years called steal this beer. And it's uh, it's run by uh, um, it's run by this, this uh, the guy who runs carton, Augie carton. Uh, and right, he hosts right. it with a couple of other guys, and, and so they were guests on it. Then I found another one. Uh, it's called Beard Al. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great beer venger name. Beard. Well, you know, you, oh, here's. Oh, we should have given that to Al. We we oh, should have. I just gave his name away. Except what their what this podcast is uh, is that they uh, every week they do a different Weird Al song and a beer pairing with the Weird Al song. That's so cool. <laughs> I thought it was pretty hilarious. I love that. Yeah. You know who loves Weird Al more than me is uh, 
Mother Pucker. Mother Pucker. Mother Pucker. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was I. It was I. I thought about like, well, if if we ever do a crossover, I think she needs to be the guest of Revenge mm. for that. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's obsessed. Uh, so this is a great conversation, but uh, should we take it offline? Yeah, it, I, it, think it's, well, I think no, it's about I, that time. I wanted to mention the, these are. I think I, I'm at the end of my list of things I wanted to mention about. Do any of the rest of you have any stuff that you particularly wanted to talk about? I think I covered everything. For yeah. Me. Uh, some huck up last week. Uh, uh, the uh, you, you said that uh, Sean wrote an article. Sean Hill for Hill Farmstead. He was being interviewed, much okay. like John Lennon when he said the thing about how they were bigger than Jesus. Yeah. You know, so he's just riffing, you know, so he's being interviewed for a newspaper and he just, uh, he doesn't hold back on his opinions about how beer must taste like beer. Mm. But, you know, it's good that he's out there. Well, it's it's like I said, he- uh, it's like a soldier on the front, you know, he's like, I'm holding steady. <laughs> I, I'll, re- I'll repeat what I said when you read his letter uh, here. It's like, he's, I, he, I really l- look forward to having any of the beers that he makes, but I don't want to drink them with him. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I would. I mean, I'd love to hear. I, what, I guess I would. Hear but it straight but I, from the I, horse's I feel, mouth. But I feel like after a while, I'd be like, okay, okay. Yeah, explain to me why I should be liking this beer more. Explain to me why I don't appreciate it. I like. I worry that he'd just get really be a pedantic. I'd love it if yeah. you sat him down with Yepe and just tried to be like a that. A that I'd love to watch. I'd buy tickets to that. Well, we should get we should get them both on the podcast at the same time. Yes, we should. Have oh, a, geez, have that's a great idea. It is. Okay, well, I said more than I, I meant to say. Well, we're closing in on a thousand downloads, so you know we're pretty huge at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going great. It's going great. And All you right. know, like other podcasts, they don't worry about how long it's going to be. They just, you know, people want to listen. They're going to listen, and uh, we and, can do, and well, we can do a marathon. And anyone who's still listening now, I, I hope you had a good time. We had a good time. <laughs> Extended Didn't cut. We? Extended yeah, cut. We should really. This is where we need a Patreon, so we can. We should do a twenty-four hour. Uh, beer Avenger show. We just with oh, 24 like, beers, uh, one per hour. Oh, Why don't you come out? <laughs> I told you to come, come jump in, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, if you listen to last week's show, last week's show went a little bit long and I, I don't know if you know, you probably don't know this, but, uh, but uh, Belgian uh, babe asked a lot of great questions. Unfortunately, mm. they were all after we turned off the mic, uh, but it still was a great show. Well, we have another guest here. Hey, oh, no, this is just uh, a hophead hook here. <laughs> uh. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Cider Girl. You're, thank you for picking such good beers for him. You're really going to piss off Nutpool. Like, this is just going to be. No, there, uh, there is some well, controversy about people being on too many times. Honestly, it's it's like I said earlier say what you will about Nutpool. <laughs> He's nutty. He's nutty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that, that. I'm sorry, I didn't set that up right for you. Yeah, I just, I didn't actually follow it up with anything. I just say what you will because when he's not here, we can say whatever we want to about him. <laughs> and he'll be taking notes. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, if he, if he's actually started listening to the show rather than just looking at times. <laughs> Did uh, no, Hophead talk to you a little bit about the uh, North Coast Brewing? He did. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, just, was, I was really excited. Uh, a few episodes ago, we were all, well, I was in the other room, but you were talking about beers that work towards a greater good other mm-hmm. than just getting us all drunk. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and this is a brewery that really works hard at that. Uh, so it's exciting to read about um, their, they're trying to be zero waste and sustainable and they give money to marine uh, research and to take care mm. of the coast of California. It's, so it's a very, it warms your heart. 
Excellent. To see, you know, people doing that extra effort. Yeah, one of the well, good. I, one of the beers I, I, I had. I didn't. I didn't oh, yeah. One of the beers I had uh, today is from Triple Bottom Brewing in Philadelphia, doing similar things like a B Corp. They're putting their, uh, you know, their profit towards supporting folks. Project Home is a big project that they are a part of, and that that really was exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to see that we can support something good um, while enjoying a beverage. While getting drunk, yeah. <laughs> How's everyone? We're great. It's great to see you, Cider Girl. And <laughs> and and, and uh, I, I don't know if Huck knows. Is Huck coming back? Which wonderful to have you here, but we're 86 minutes in and we can't end the show without him. Yeah, let me, let me get him back here. Get that okay. hop hug head back. Come back, silly goose. All right. All right. Uh, here he wonderful, comes. Wonderful, wonderful to see you. Ugh. Sounds just like him. Ugh. Hey, I figure if we're just going to go, keep going, let's you know, let's rotate people. That's in. right. Get all the guests. <laughs> Oh, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, if, if you're if you're still here, uh, we hope you thought it was worth it. Uh, and uh, you know, even if you had to listen to it in installments, uh, but uh, <laughs> what do you we'll, think? I have an intermission. We'll be we'll be back next week with uh, some more fun. Um, and uh, and thanks for listening. Um, oh, and uh, and uh, Trip Hellman. Yeah, yeah. Come back anytime. Come back anytime. Oh, always. Hell yeah. Always. yeah. Absolutely. All right, play play us out, Huck. <laughs> Oh, with a beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers. With the Avengers. Avengers.